Hey, hey, welcome to the Culture Center Classroom Podcast, a space for educators looking to step into their power by creating a classroom environment and lessons that affirm, welcome, and celebrate all their students through instruction. I'm your host, Jocelyn Hubbard, an educator, teacher coach, wife, mother to five children, and your partner on this journey of creating culture-centered classrooms. Let's jump into the episode. This week, I had a coaching session on Valentine's Day with an instructional coach, and we talked about equity and Valentine's Day. Her question was about how to create an equitable Valentine's Day experience for all students. Although Valentine's Day will have passed by the time this episode airs, I still think it's an important topic to cover on the podcast. During our session, the coach expressed the complexity of creating an equitable situation. One of the really cool outcomes of this time is seeing the decorated boxes and bags that students bring to class. Many of them work with their caregiver to create these boxes and bags. It's a bonding experience. Other students create them on their own, but it's still a great way for them to express their creativity amidst all the academic requirements. Some of the nuances during this time are centered around students' religious beliefs and celebration practices. Another is centered around students living in poverty and the possibility that they will not be able to participate due to financial restrictions. There are other nuances, but these are the two that were most present at this particular school. Here are three of the considerations slash suggestions that I shared with her. Number one, regarding the Valentine's Day boxes or bags, creating these boxes and bags is clearly an experience that is enjoyed by many students and allows for a bonding experience with their caregivers. I don't think it should be eliminated, but I do think that it could be revamped because this is a holiday that can be centered around love and appreciation for the people we care about and also self-love. So let's connect it to a larger theme and create a culture building opportunity for the school. Let's make this an interdisciplinary learning experience. Here are a couple of examples. In the reading ELA class, students can focus on reading books and poetry, writing their own poetry that talks about what love is and how it shows up in different ways. There can also be discussions of healthy versus toxic love. Students can talk about self-love and why it's important to prioritize self-care and mental health. Finally, there can be an exploration of how we show love and appreciation at the school, for our classmates, teachers, and staff. In social studies, students can learn about the history of Valentine's Day, but also learn about where and how it is celebrated across the world. Students can then discover other holidays or times of the year that people set aside specifically to celebrate love and show appreciation because maybe Valentine's Day is not celebrated in certain countries, but they do other things. Depending on your specific content area under the umbrella of social studies, you can focus on how appreciation or lack of appreciation has led to XYZ event or outcome. For example, after wars, soldiers have been appreciated and honored with parades and ceremonies. To show appreciation for teachers and healthcare workers, Many stores offer discounts. Finally, have students reflect on their learning and think about how regardless of age, gender, race, religion, geographic location, people enjoy showing and receiving appreciation and love. In math, students can learn about the economic impact of holiday spending and budgeting. 
How does spending on Valentine's Day compare to spending on other holidays? Students can think critically and collaboratively about how they can show appreciation and love without spending a dime, but also how they can appropriately budget for spending money if they choose. Students might also consider the statement, it's the thought that counts. Is it really? I don't know. Finally, have students work collaboratively to create a product, service, or package to show appreciation and love. How much will this endeavor cost to produce? How much will it cost the consumer? Have them outline why their creation will allow people to show genuine appreciation and love for another person or for themselves. In science, students can learn about the anatomy of the heart and the hormones that impact our feelings of love and appreciation. Or maybe you can share information about sweets and candy or flowers, objects typically used to show love or appreciation. This is a great lesson to connect to the plant life cycle. Students can learn about some of the most popular flowers, the climates in which they grow and thrive, what they can mean, and how long they live when placed in a vase, and some ways to preserve them. Students can also learn about chocolates and candy. What are the ingredients? How does sugar impact the body? Finally, have students reflect on their own love language. Do they enjoy receiving flowers or candy? Why or why not? And what would they appreciate more if they don't enjoy flowers or candy? In art, students can create the infamous box or bag to collect love and appreciation tokens from their classmates and their teachers. Make it clear to students that they can still create a box or a bag at home with their caregivers, that it is welcome and actually very much encouraged. But this still provides an opportunity for every student to create a bag or a box. Number two, focus on an appreciation or love day. Doing that might be something that more students can get on board with versus Valentine's Day specifically. Now, I have not talked with anyone from a different faith background, so I cannot confirm this for you, but asking the question or presenting the idea is a great way to get stakeholder feedback and involvement. Focusing on an appreciation day or a love day is a great way to broaden the scope and maximize the potential for lasting impact on your classroom and in your school, thinking about your school culture. Part of creating a welcoming and inclusive learning environment is about appreciating and respecting different people and perspectives, even if you don't subscribe to them yourself. Broadening the scope will help students to understand the concept of appreciation and love much more deeply and fully. It will expand this conversation into different subject areas so that students can see how what it is that they're learning connects to real life, how it's relevant to themselves and managing, sustaining, and growing different relationships and really valuing the people around them. Number three, alerting caregivers as early as possible. Yes, Valentine's Day is pretty much on everyone's calendar, but I can tell you as a whole wife and mother that I dang near missed Valentine's Day this year. Life was life and real good, and Valentine's Day was literally nowhere in my mind space. In addition to that, Letting caregivers know sooner rather than later can allow for them to plan ahead. They can set aside money from a paycheck or make other arrangements to get the supplies their students need. So this is something that is applicable to students of all socioeconomic backgrounds. Obviously, for students that are living in poverty, 
this provides an opportunity, like I said, for their students or for their parents to say, okay, Valentine's Day is coming up. I know the school is going to be doing something on this day because some schools don't do anything at all, right? Or some grade levels don't do anything, but it gives them an opportunity to plan forward instead of being caught off guard. Now, these are not perfect solutions by any means, but they are a place to start the conversation. They're a place to kind of consider and for you to plan when you're thinking about next year's Valentine's Day celebration. I would definitely love to know if you are already doing some of these things or if you have some other suggestions. Send me a DM on Instagram or a message on LinkedIn. I will likely be creating a blog post around the same topic so I can add your suggestions there. All right, my friend, until next week, center equity, celebrate diversity, and value culture. That's a wrap on today's episode, but it does not have to be a wrap on the action you're taking in your classroom. The next best step is to head over to customteachingsolutions.com forward slash the checklist and grab the free resource I created just for you. It's called the Welcoming and Inclusive Classroom Checklist. In this resource, you will find five simple but effective strategies for creating the welcoming and inclusive classroom you dream of and your students deserve. All right, my friend, grab that resource and I'll talk to you next week.